Hello everyone and welcome to the It's Davies World podcast. This podcast is a journey of my life where I will share with you the highs, the lows, the good, the bad and everything in between. Now this is my fourth podcast and I just want to say thank you so, so much to each and every one of you who have tuned in and listened to the last three episodes and for all of your positive and incredible feedback. It it really has meant so, so much to me and it has made doing this podcast so worthwhile. So I just want to say from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much. So in this episode, I thought I would give you a life update as I haven't done a podcast in quite a few weeks. Now, you will remember that in the last podcast, I had been signed off work by the doctor um, and due to the heartbreak and grief of losing my beautiful mum. Now, about four to six weeks have passed since that last podcast and I went back to work last week working part-time hours, so only working Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays and having Mondays and Fridays off. Now, going back to work has really helped keep my mind occupied, has helped me bring back some sense of normality into my life, but it is still very, very hard. Um, The grief and the pain of losing my mum is still so raw. Um, So having those two days off, um, which gives me a long weekend, has, has been quite paramount in helping me to take some time for myself, because I think that's what was going on is I was burning myself out trying to deal with everything and anyone who's dealt with grief will know that it's so overwhelming and it it really is it's like a wave literally coming over you and just just taking you out completely and that's how every single day since losing my mum has been um has been to me so it's it's been nice to just have those extra couple of days to focus on me. Now today is Friday, so obviously it's one of my days off of work. Um, and me and Luke are going to go to our happy place, which is our caravan. Now we haven't been for a couple of weeks, so it will be quite nice to go there today and just to have a bit of chill out time. Luke's at work today, so obviously he will meet me down there later on as I'm going to head off shortly, um, get there, get the caravan nice and warm, get everything set up, unpacked, um, do a bit of shopping, get some dinner on, um, all for when Luke gets there. So quite looking forward to this weekend. Now, as I've said to you before in previous podcasts, my caravan is my absolute safe place is my haven is my escape is my is my happy place it's it's been the one thing that has kept me going throughout this whole traumatic experience and I absolutely love it so much I just I don't think I would have been able to cope without having that escape so gonna get packed shortly um have a bath get going I'm just drinking my cup of coffee at the moment to wake me up. So I thought I would jump on and give you all a bit of an update. One moment, let me just have a little mouthful of coffee. Now, I can't remember what diet I was doing the last time we spoke, but um, I think it was Juice Plus, actually. So I'll quickly fill you in on that as well. Now, 
Juice Plus was doing great. I was doing fine with it. But I found that when I was having meal replacements, um, I wasn't really teaching myself anything. Um, I was believing that um, because I was having a shake for breakfast or a shake for lunch um, or both, um, that meant that my dinners didn't need to be as controlled. Um, So I was constantly, you know, probably eating more than I should. And um, I think I was even binging more as well, actually. Um, I don't know if it's because do you know what I found actually it was the moment that I ate something for the first time so if I had a shake for breakfast and a shake for lunch the moment that I actually introduced solid food into the day that started my binging off and I just couldn't stop I just wanted to eat more and more and more so um I just knew that you know it, it something wasn't right with it um it made me want more sugar and then I found out that um the sugar in the Juice Plus shake, which I had been led to believe for so long was a natural sugar um, from fruit and veg, it, I found out it was actually an added sugar. Um, so not a natural occurring sugar, an actual added sugar. So um, I try and not have as much sugar in my diet. So I started thinking maybe that was the reason why I was craving more and more sweet stuff. So I stepped away from Juice Plus and I went straight back to Slimming World um, as obviously that's something I've known for the last few years. Done, I'd say probably about six to seven weeks, maybe, no, maybe five weeks or something on Slimming World. Um, I think I lost about five pound in total um but I was playing with those pounds and that 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 weight loss may sound quite big but the majority of that weight loss was in my first week um which obviously normally does happen when you start a new eating plan because you go from um eating rubbish to eating healthy and obviously you start to empty your glycogen stores of water so you normally have that big weight loss initially so I think I lost four pound in my first week and then for the next four or five weeks I think I just played around with half a pound here half a pound there two pound gain one week one pound lost the next week so I was just playing around with with the pounds and and to be honest with you as well, I I wasn't, I felt very obsessed with the different elements of the plans with the, you know, with having to make sure that I had the healthy extra A and the healthy extra B and the 25 sins and the speed food and the, the free food. So I spoke to Luke and we sat down and went through everything and, um, and I just knew that it wasn't right. It, it, you know, I've always struggled with Slimming World. Um, so I decided to step away from Slimming World. Now, last week, Monday, Weight Watchers, who are now called WW, introduced a new program called My WW, which they've introduced three new plans. So a green plan, purple plan and blue plan. Um, each plan um, individually is individual in itself, so it will suit people differently. Um, and I absolutely love that approach that not one size fits all, that it is, you know, it is very personal. Weight loss is very personal. A weight journey is very personal. What works for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for the next person. So I loved the fact that Weight Watchers, or they're now called WW, that they've recognize this and that it isn't a one size fits all so I've 
I thought, do you know what? Let me give that a go. So I went along last week, Tuesday, and joined a Weight Watchers workshop and um, did completed my first week last, well, completed my first week. So this week, Tuesday, just gone, was the end of my first week and I lost two and a half pounds, which I was absolutely over the moon with, ecstatic with, um, and absolutely loved it. Now, I followed Weight Watchers many, many years ago. I think back in 2007, I think I followed it. Um, And I followed it for about three or four years. Um, I lost eight and a half stone in total and I maintained my weight loss for about two years. Um, And the only reason why I regained my weight with Weight Watchers was because I met Luke. Obviously, when you get into a new relationship, you eat out more, you have more treats, you you know, you go to cinema, you eat chocolates, you eat cakes, you eat biscuits, um, you go out on a Sunday morning and grab a McDonald's breakfast with a McFlurry, or you're watching a film on a Saturday night and you go and grab loads of share bags of chocolate. So it was all of those things that kind of contributed to me gaining weight. And I think that I then stopped following Weight Watchers and that's how the weight crept on. Now, you hear people say that, you know, if you gain weight, if you gain weight after following a program, then the program isn't meant for you. Now, I totally disagree with that because I obviously was eight and a half stone heavier when I started Weight Watchers all those years ago. And I was eight and a half stone heavier because of what I ate. So once you cut that stuff out of your diet or you reduce that amount of food, you're obviously going to lose weight. The moment you reintroduce that food and those amounts of food, then it's, you know, it's, is the word in evident or it's evident or something like that. So it's, it's obvious that you got big because of that food. You've cut it out, you've lost weight, you've reduced it, you've lost weight. The moment you reintroduce it, it's obvious that weight is going to come back because you only got to that size originally because of that kind of food. So the moment I reintroduced it, obviously I went back to my old eating habits and that's why the weight crept on. Now, I absolutely loved Weight Watchers. I swore by it. Um, And I would say over the years, it has always had my heart. It always has because it's probably the only diet or lifestyle plan that has ever worked for me the only one. Now, I know that it's obsessive with the point counting, um, but to be honest with you, I think with any diet plan, there is an element of obsession for me anyway. So with Slimming World, obviously it's minimal counting, but you still have counting with sins. You still have to carefully weigh and measure your healthy extras. Um, With calorie counting, obviously you need to count calories for everything that you eat and drink. Um, With meal replacements, you're obviously... um, replacing those meals so that then becomes obsessive because the moment you feel the moment you don't have a shake or a bar or soup for breakfast or lunch or dinner you feel like you're out of control so I think that there is an element of obsession with any diet plan or any lifestyle plan that I follow um so I just thought do you know what it's the launch of a new plan let's give this a go and I'm so pleased that I did I really really am mentally, it's really helped me because I've not seen food as good or bad. I've, I've, I've had bread, I've had chocolate, I've had crisps, I've had 
eggs, I've had chicken, I've had everything in moderation. And I think that's the key to a healthy lifestyle is eating in moderation. I can honestly say that last week I had no no thoughts of binging, no thoughts of restricting, no issues with the numbers, no negative thoughts around food. I honestly had a very good and positive week in terms of my eating. I don't know how long that will continue for. Now, in the next podcast, I could be saying something completely different. I hope I'm not. I hope that I found something that's now going to work for me. So I will keep going and I will keep you all updated and let you all know exactly how I'm getting on. Now, I've spoke a lot, so let me just have another mouthful of coffee. Right, anyway. So, yeah, so that's that. So that's where I am with my eating. Obviously, last week was my first week back at work as well. So to start a new eating plan and going back to work and obviously still dealing with everything going on with my grief. I'm really proud of myself for how I tackled last week. I really, really am. And um, that's why I'm going to continue this. I'm going to carry on. I'm going to see how I get on. And um, yeah, so I'll keep you all updated. Now, in terms of every other area of my life, it's been quite uneventful really I've not really had much more going on um I see my cousin actually a couple of weeks ago um, my cousin Bubs who I haven't seen since my mum's funeral back in June and we was very very close extremely close we was like best friends um we was inseparable I mean to the point of when we was younger we was obviously always together so if there was ever a family party or there was a family meal or anything like that, um, my mum would always write like a list and like it would go in like couples. So it'd be like Sharon and Dave, Vicky and Lee, Spud and Rachel. So it would go like that. So it would always be like listed couples and it was always Davey and Bubs. So we was very, very close and we drifted apart so, so much. And I was absolutely heartbroken with her that she's stepped away from me at a time that I've needed her the most. And it really destroyed me, you know, because I need her now more than ever before. And I've just felt like she hasn't been there for me. She hasn't wanted to be there for me. Um, so obviously, we've there's been a huge distance between us. Um, but she came down to my caravan a couple of weekends ago and we spoke and it was absolutely beautiful to spend a day with her and and her little son Charlie as well who I absolutely love and I was at his birth as well so I was her birthing partner and watched him come into this world um but it was really really nice to spend some time with her and it was it was upsetting to hear how how remorseful she was and how sad she was and how devastated and sorry she was for not being there for me um it was really sad to hear that because obviously I don't want to, I don't ever want anyone to suffer or anyone to feel bad. Um, so it was really, really heartbreaking to, you know, to see that and to actually, but it was also nice to know that she does care, you know, she does care and, you know, she's, she, that feeling that we had is still there. So um, we're going to obviously try and, so we're going to try and speak to each other more see each other more and be there for each other. I'm quite happy that we've recognised that and 
I just hope that we can bring back that closeness that we once had. Now, a few weeks ago, it was my beautiful mum's birthday and it was a day that I was absolutely dreading, a day that I just did not want to come. And when it did come, I wanted to just go to bed and wake up the next day and not have to face it. But obviously with grief, the firsts are always so hard. So it was obviously the first birthday without her and it was absolutely devastating. It really destroyed us as a family. It was such a difficult day, but we got through it as a family and we got some beautiful balloons with messages to my mum and we all got together in the garden and we um, all said happy birthday to my mum and we released the balloons um, and they floated up to heaven to her. Um, So I hope that she caught them all. But it was a really hard day, really, really difficult. And it just really brought home the emptiness and the void that my beautiful mum has left behind. It it destroyed us. It really did. It's such a hard day. And um, I just I, I just don't know how I just don't know how you carry on, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, Christmas is around the corner as well. And that's. That's something that we are all so scared for. I am absolutely petrified of how we're going to deal with Christmas. Um, I really am. I don't know how. I don't know how you even start. I really don't. Christmas was a massive time for my mum. She was so Christmassy. She was she was full of the Christmas magic and the Christmas spirit, and she everything about her was. Christmas, everything she 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 loved that time of year so so much and and I don't know how we now carry on celebrating Christmas without my mum there. Um, it's just really really hard. I don't know what we're gonna do. Obviously, my mum carried on after my nan and I know how difficult that first year was for my mum I know she didn't want to put a Christmas tree up I know that she you know she couldn't get into the spirit but she did and I don't know how she did that and when I think back now it makes me so proud to call her my mum to know that she put her own grief aside to make sure that we all had an amazing Christmas and I just it just says so much about her strength of character that she did that. And it's only now that I recognise what she must have been going through because I grieved for my nan heavily. I really did grieve for my nan so much. But the grief I feel for losing my mum is on a completely different level. Now, anyone who knows me will know that my nan was so important to me. I love my nan to the end of the earth. She was... She was so special to me. We had such a special relationship. So that's not that's not making, you know, making my grief for my nan, you know, sound as if it was easy because it wasn't. I really did struggle. I'm just saying that this feeling is on such a different level and I just don't know how you carry on. Now my mum even, I mean I'm 35 years of age, my brother's 33, um Haley's 28, so Obviously, we're all older and even even last Christmas, we still went to bed with a Christmas stocking that my mum got for us, a Christmas stocking. We even put that outside our bedroom doors 
Um, and my mum would say, go on, go to bed now, make sure you're asleep, obviously he ain't gonna, otherwise Father Christmas ain't gonna come. And, and we would go up at the age we was, we would still go up with our Christmas stockings, put them outside our doors, and my mum would wait until we was asleep and she would creep and she would creep around the house, filling the Christmas stockings up, um, making out that Father Christmas had been for us. So, you know, she was so Christmassy and it, it's going to be really hard. I mean, I'm struggling going into shops and hearing Christmas music. I'm struggling with um, seeing Christmas decorations. I'm struggling with anything to do with Christmas. Now, I don't quite know how we're going to get through Christmas, how we're going to deal with Christmas, how we're going to cope. Um, but what I do know is that we will do it as a family. It's going to be another one of those firsts that we need to overcome. Um, it's going to be devastating. It's going to be heartbreaking. But we're going to have to try and do it as a family and know that my mum is up there watching down on us and, you know, she's proud of us every single day. So, you know, we need to try, try and continue to make her proud and try and take baby steps, really. And when Christmas comes, it, I don't know how, I, I honestly don't know, but we're going to try, try our hardest. Now, I do intend to do a podcast speaking about my mum and her journey and obviously what led to um, us losing her. But at the moment, it's so very raw. It's still so painful and I'm not ready to do that at the moment. But I know that it's important to recognise her strength and how brave she was and how she fought right to the very end. So I do want to do that podcast um, more for my own self, really, more so that I can listen back and I can take comfort from the beautiful woman that I was so proud and honoured to call my mum. Now, the reason why, or one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I can't listen to music anymore. I can't go out, meet people, go for dinner, go parties, go out for a drink. You know, I'm really struggling and, um, you know, kind of withdrawing myself from everybody. Um, I'm not going to my work Christmas party. I'm not going to the work New Year party um, because I just can't, I really can't be around that. I can't be around music. I can't be around people laughing and joking and... Um, I really can't. So it's, you know, it's um, what's helped me has been listening to podcasts, has been listening to other people's journeys, has been um, just taking my mind off of normal life by listening to stories about weight loss, um, lifestyle, grief. Um, listening to other people's accounts, other people's lives, the way that they deal with things. Um, and that's what's helped take my mind off of, off of what's going on around me. So they really have helped, 
helped me, as I say, take my mind off of everything and just give me that bit of respite for um, a couple of minutes um, or 20 minutes, however long the podcast is. So that's why I wanted to start my own podcast um, was to share my journey so that I can listen back as well and I can see how far I've come and you know I can I can speak as well because I think that a very important part of grief is talking is speaking is not keeping things inside is not is not bottling things up and that's why I wanted to be able to put my thoughts and my feelings onto a recording to be able to listen back um and hopefully my my journey will help somebody else who's going through similar experiences as what I am. So that's why this podcast means so much to me. Now, I think I've rambled on quite enough. I'm going to go and have a bath now um, and then get my stuff ready to leave for the caravan. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed it. Please continue to rate subscribe, listen um, and share this podcast as well because it would mean so much to me if I get other people listening and I know that I've got um, a wider audience that I'm reaching out to. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you again in the next episode. Thanks guys. Speak soon.